your attention is right now. And gently invite, incline the awareness to rest very simply within the body, as simply as knowing that there is a body. And for a moment or two from this place of resting within the body, let go of anything that feels like something you're trying to do. Anything that feels like a focus or a practice and simply rest in being. It's not pushing anything away. We're not intentionally doing anything. Sensations arise and pass away. Thoughts may come and go. Just let them do what they want to do and rest in the simplicity of just being, just being a living being, sitting, reclining, standing. nothing you have to get or get rid of or work on, nothing to hold on to or let go of. Nowhere to go, nothing to do, no one to be. There's no meditation. There's no one who's trying to meditate. And notice the quality of awareness, of mindfulness, comes and goes. Even though we may not be actively, intentionally doing a practice, there still is awareness 
at times at least, contact at the senses, sensations in the body, they arise, remain, pass away. That's the nature of things. The contact and the mind knowing. Pressure. Warmth. Movement. Tension. Contact at the ear door. Hearing arising, sound of my voice. Other sounds within the room, the sound of silence. Contact at the ear door, hearing arises, the mind knowing, hearing. all happening by itself. We don't have to make anything happen. Just life unfolding. And we know it through contact at this sensitivity, mind and body. Hearing. Pressure. Touching. Thinking. Contact at the mind door. Thoughts arise and they're known. Moods, emotions that may be present and the knowing of them. mind states, this flow of contacts and the sensitivity of body and mind, all happening by itself. Arising, passing. Intentions arising. Desires to move, to focus, to attend, to practice. Intention to meditate. all these contacts, there's a gentle, sometimes obvious, sometimes very subtle feeling tone. A feeling tone that may be pleasant, obviously, or very subtly pleasant. A feeling tone that may be unpleasant. and a feeling tone that's neither pleasant nor unpleasant. Or we could say 
neutral for short, to simplify that. This feeling tone, it's there with every contact, but not always at all obvious or apparent. And sometimes a very pleasant or something unpleasant strikes the mind. We become aware of it and notice it. Sensations we think of as painful. Notice it has this unpleasant, strong, unpleasant feeling tone. We don't want to make this into a big project, trying to tease that out in every mind moment. It may present itself. Notice this. Pleasant. Neutral. Unpleasant. So we can rest in this simplicity of simply being. Using an anchor, a gentle point of reference if that's helpful. perhaps inclining the mind to thoughts of kindness, friendliness, or compassion, or resting in this space of openness, bare attention, or choiceless attention, allowing the flow of contacts to unfold, which it's going to do anyway, Just noticing the contact and the knowing. Sensations. Sounds. Visual. Contacts. Seeing. Thinking. Sensing. And sometimes noticing this feeling tone, pleasant, neutral, unpleasant. And seeing if you can kind of weave a a sense of welcome or friendliness into the awareness, a kind-hearted attention. You could see this simply as taking care, care for our life by being there. and at all times inclining towards what's simple and easeful. Let the practice be simple and easeful.
These are the words of the Buddha from the Satipatthana Sutta. And how, bhikkhus, does one in regard to feelings abide contemplating feelings? Here, when feeling a pleasant feeling, one knows I feel a pleasant feeling. When feeling an unpleasant feeling, one knows I feel an unpleasant feeling. When feeling a, a neither pleasant nor unpleasant feeling, one knows I feel a neither pleasant nor unpleasant feeling. This is the first part of uh, the teaching in the second establishment of mindfulness in this uh, sutta that gives us very clear uh, directions for practicing uh, vipassana meditation, insight meditation. And here the word uh, vedana is translated as feeling. We, we say feeling tone often to distinguish it from uh, emotions and uh, things that we, in English at least, use the word feeling often to uh, talk about our emotions, moods. So we say feeling tone because emotions have a feeling tone also. So this, um, this aspect of experience is highlighted uh, very kind of very clearly and, and really kind of profoundly in that it's, it's given out of the four establishments of mindfulness, the, this breaking down of all our experience into these four uh, frames of reference, you could say. This is given its own, one of them is dedicated to just this, being aware, feelings that are pleasant, unpleasant, or we could say neutral to avoid having to say neither unpleasant nor unpleasant, neither whatever, I even blew it just then probably, but um, we'll say neutral. It doesn't have a strong sense one way or the other. And it's understood, and if we pay attention, we'll see that this feeling tone arises at every contact, always arising and passing. But a lot of the time, we're, we're not going to see it, especially because so much of it is neutral. It doesn't have a strong, uh, not a strength to it, doesn't catch us the attention. We may, at times, though, really notice uh, ones that are pleasant or unpleasant. So, for example, if, you're, uh, if it's a cool day, a little chilly and you're outside and the sun comes out and the feeling of the warmth from that may be very clearly pleasant or perhaps uh, taking a shower in the warm water on the skin or the taste of food that you enjoy, that you like. And the pleasantness is very clear there. Or perhaps uh, you go outside and it is very cold and the feeling of, of being chilled is there, and there may be an obvious unpleasant sensation there, or bad taste in the mouth, or difficult mind state. The unpleasant feeling, may, we tune to that, may be obvious, or very pleasant, a fantasy. There's pleasant a feeling tone, perhaps. And we tend to think, we kind of tend to think that that feeling is, is in the object, it's pleasant, it's unpleasant. And we, we, as though it's somehow fixed there, we, we forget or lose sight of the fact that it's, a, it's arising at that point of contact. It's a mental factor. Because it's not the same for all of us. And it's not the same for any one of us at all times. I have a, a friend, a colleague, someone who I, I think well of generally, regard them highly, they're skilled at what they do and, and a very warm and kind person, but, um, but they, they, they regard um, consuming raisins, especially if they're mixed with oatmeal, as, as very, as wrong and bad, very unpleasant, as, as actually a food crime to put raisins in oatmeal. <laughs> Now I happen to know 
deep inside that the, the universal truth is that oatmeal without raisins is poisonous and should not be consumed by anyone. And I find them quite pleasant. Now the raisins are innocent here. <laughs> They're not <laughs> pleasant or unpleasant. A silly example. But if I eat two or three pounds of raisins at one sitting, probably at a certain point, I will find them very unpleasant. <laughs> or sometime shortly afterwards, <laughs> I'll have another experience that I will find unpleasant. So, so it's not inherent in the, the object here. And it's obvious when we think about it, but we tend to assume that it's, it's inherent there. That it's part of that. And we might wonder why the Buddha would want us to pay attention to this. You know, why is this something to notice, have our radar out for? But it's actually quite, um, quite powerful to notice this because the, why, why, one reason at least that we want to be aware of these feeling tones in relation to contacts at the senses and it arises at every sense door and it just is there whether we notice it or not, it's always happening, is because there is strong conditioning for us to um, move towards what's pleasant, away from or resisting what's unpleasant and kind of not noticing what is neither one or the other of those, the neutral things. So it has this direct relationship to uh, the mind liking and then that turning to wanting, craving, grasping, that movement. And it's, of course we like it. It's not weird to like the pleasant. It'd be weird if we didn't like it. And, and to the not liking, the, uh, the withdrawal from what's unpleasant, also very natural there. But, but this response with unpleasant, the, the tendency to either withdraw or push away and, and can go towards aversion, hating, um, that, that realm of, of resistance. And with neutral, tends to condition just not seeing and spacing out or more diluted states often. And so these roots uh, of, of uh, struggle, stress, and suffering in our lives directly related to our relationship to the feeling tone in, in a very direct way. And so learning how to uh, be skill, skillfully be with these, wisely relate to these feeling tones is really, really important because it has not only in our own lives, but in the world, because we can see the extreme uh, ways that this, uh, the extremes of these in, in terms of, uh, for example, one example, addictive behaviors where there's the, the uh, craving, the wanting, the having to have either the pleasant feeling or to not feel the unpleasant and addictive behaviors that can uh, run our lives. And anyone who's struggled with uh, any addiction knows this so well. I have the sense that probably wars have been started because of an inability to be with an unpleasant feeling. This unpleasant feeling of inadequacy. So I think I'll start a war. Maybe then I won't have to feel that way. I mean, you know, that's, they start with mind states and feeling tones, these things. So it's really, really good to pay attention in this, in this arena. And again, as I was uh, hopefully pointing out in earlier in the, in the sort of guided part of this morning, we need to be careful that we we're not, don't make this into a huge project that, okay, I've got to notice this with every contact. It's not going to be um, always that obvious and we can, we can get too tight trying to see it, trying to see it. But when, in, when something is there, when there's a feeling that's very clearly uh, we would think of as painful, we can tune towards the unpleasantness and really notice that, name that, oh, unpleasant. And then notice our relationship to it. Because we also tend to think that pleasant equals grasping and unpleasant equals, you know, we, we think that they're, they're sort of the same thing and that's not true. Sometimes it's just pleasant because we need to be careful that we're not somehow thinking, oh, I have to turn away from 
be careful of, watch out for oh, pleasant danger, danger. <coughs> we don't want to do that. We can harden our, our heart and shut part of ourselves down. There's nothing wrong. The problem is not pleasant, unpleasant or neutral, but it's really how we're relating to it. So we see, oh, liking, no problem, liking, enjoying with pleasant feelings. But then notice what happens when it changes, because it will. Is it covered with claw marks? Is what I was trying. Oh, no, no, don't go. (laughs) How are we relating to the unpleasant sensations? Is it fear and worry, resistance, hatred, all that, that might come there? Is it just, oh, it's unpleasant, not liking? So really uh, noticing it, naming it in the moment can be really, really, uh, really rich exploration there. So kind of have your radar out um, in a gentle way for this aspect of, of practice. Really, really powerful. I've kind of used up almost all our time, but does anyone have a question, uh, perhaps someone who hasn't asked one yet? I guess we'll Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.